0: hello welcome to my podcast ebony i'm so so happy you're here finally
1: (laughs) yes we made it happen we made it work
0: yeah i've i was listening to a podcast earlier today and it was talking about how it is necessary for things to be a little bit hard in order to make it work and um, I, I believe in that. Sometimes the universe is testing you, like, do you really want this? And they're like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and then the universe is like, we'll prove it. <laughs> and uh, basically,
1: yeah, I was uh, watching a YouTube video yesterday that was similar in saying how sometimes people are assuming, like, It was in terms of God versus the devil. And they assume, oh, the enemy, the devil is out to get me. And it's like, actually, is God testing you to see if you are maintaining your faith? Mm -hmm.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Before we dive into our conversation, would you mind telling a little bit about yourself, your your passions, who you are, what makes you a friend of mine, (laughs) some of your great qualities.
1: I am Ebony Chardet and I am a magical human being. Oh, yes, you (laughs) are. I I serve the world um, as a holistic strategist and a spiritual and wellness practitioner. So I can elaborate on that because those are just titles, right? (laughs) So I find great joy in helping creatives and leaders in their teams come up with strategy and systems that support them in their success. And then I take it a step further by ensuring that the creatives and leaders that I'm supporting are really um, paying attention to their well-being, So that may be an inclusion of some of the practices that I utilize as a wellness and spiritual practitioner, such as breath work or guided meditation or even affirmations. Um, So yeah, I blend all of my passions together Mm. every day.
0: Beautiful. And for our listeners, um, the, I'm just going to let you know the way I got to know Ebony is through our yoga teacher training advanced level Ayurveda uh, in Costa Rica. Uh, and that's how long is it? <laughs> it feels like it was yesterday and it feels like it two years ago. <laughs> we
1: just finished a month ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. It really does feel like it just happened. I'm still like integrating and reflecting and integrating mm-hmm. all that we were exposed to. But so, so grateful mm-hmm. for the experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too. And in the beginning of every episode, I usually ask my guests what's your definition of happiness and do you believe that it's a skill and I want to ask you the same question but with a little twist <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I, I'm guessing it's the same question I just thought about it the other day and I was like what if the question was what's your philosophy on happiness wow wow <laughs> Ooh,
1: okay. My philosophy on happiness is... While it may always be available to you, you don't have to rush past other emotions to get to it. I think sometimes... There's a, the the phrase of spiritual bypassing is very popular right now. I think people try to bypass the fact that we have a range of emotions just to be able to say they're happy when it's like, also two things can coexist at once. So maybe I am happy and I'm also a little sad or I'm a little aggravated Mm -hmm. and happy. Or I know that I'm on the road to happiness. And right now I am at a pit stop of frustrated (laughs) and that's okay. Yeah. So my philosophy is that I know it is always available to me and that I am allowed to take a rest stop amongst the other emotions
0: that may come up. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so true what you're saying that sometimes the feeling of happiness is irritation because it's just Mm -hmm. a place or or, a situation you need to experience in order to get past that experience and then you can be grateful for it. And I guess it's like, the irritation is the the challenge, the struggle. And when you break through the irritation, you find this joy on the other side. Yeah. Sometimes it's is-
1: Yeah, I think I think that goes with the two things existing at once. It's it's literally there. It's just keep going. <laughs> press through
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah uh it's like somebody or a part of your brain who's like sharing for you it's like yeah you can do this um and speaking about mindset i'm wondering what is it about your mindset that makes you so great i don't know it is
1: malleable. My mindset is very malleable. I what does
0: malleable mean?
1: Learned. It means huh, I don't have the Merriam Webster dictionary <laughs> uh, explanation to me because I'm working on speaking in um, like affirmative uh, actions So I was avoiding to say my mindset is not fixed. I do my best to not get stuck in a way of thinking, in a way of acting, and your actions are led by your thoughts. So I learned uh, pretty early on in college, this concept of think for change. And it's stuck with me ever since. It was actually a sermon. And even that is like about my mindset. I'm very inspired by religious, scientific, and philosophical knowledge. Um, And so that guides me. And I'm just always, I'm open to change.
0: And what is think for change? And I know that.
1: It is your mindset. It is thinking in order to change your reality. Mm. So, "Think for Change" was the title of oh. this sermon that really stuck with me, okay. and that's just
0: got it.
1: It constantly plays mm-hmm. in my head when I feel stagnant or when I feel like when I'm when the other like egotistical part of me is like, "Oh no, we can't change what's happening. Why is this happening?" And it's like, nope. Let's pause and let's see how we can think to change our reality.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that is something that I really pride myself on and find unique to my mindset.
0: So I would, I would call that a growth mindset because that's the opposite of a fixed mindset. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes. I have a growth mindset, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Always. Very growth, bold, just willing and open mind.
0: Do you have an example of, of that? Like, Because I'm trying to imagine in your everyday life, what does a growth mindset look like? Like if you meet an obstacle or if if you are going to take a shower and there's no water or like, how do you handle it?
1: I have the perfect example Um, (laughs) of literally literally. now. I, well, one, just my decision to move to Costa Rica uh, was really a growth mindset. And it also showed uh, my open mindset. I, didn't force myself to have to have a foolproof plan of what it would look like to move to Costa Rica. Like I found my housing two weeks before I got here. And even now, I think what comes with the growth mindset is gratitude, no matter the circumstance. So you mentioned not having water to shower. I have experienced Mm -hmm. that. I've experienced not having water to flush the toilet. (laughs) And I could be angry. I could be super irritated. And literally one day I went to go take a shower. I tried to turn it on. It didn't come. I said, okay, I guess I'm not taking a shower right now. (laughs) It doesn't mean I'll never have a shower again. It's just not right now. Yeah. So that's a very small example of a growth mindset. My mind knows that at some point we will take a shower (laughs) right now and that is okay. So it's like the reality will change, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: especially if you are open to the change. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So those are a few like right in in my current experience where my growth mindset and my open mindset is activated.
0: Yeah, that's impressive. To to face a challenge and then just immediately accept it. Like there's no there's no point of trying to fight it or spend your energy on trying to fix it because if you're going to fix the water, you might have to walk up to the nearest river or something <laughs> and then you're going to spend three hours and then you're going to sweat twice as much and then you might you might miss your appointment so yeah but it's yeah, easier said than
1: done. oh yeah <laughs> i mean a part of it too is assessing what resources are available to you before you jump to be like oh my god woe is me I, the world is ending like I think that's a big part of growth mindset too. And um, it is easier said than done in some scenarios because there are some cases where I react rather than respond still. So it's it's all a work in progress, but I've definitely come a long way of another key part of acceptance.
0: Mm-hmm. Just accept. <laughs> accept. Uh. Yeah, it's uh it sounds just very I don't know how to explain it, but like like a very good emotion to experience. Mm-hmm. Um it's liberating. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. What does grounding look like to you?
1: It changes all the time. (laughs) And it is always necessary. So I, at one point, I used to be like really strict and firm about being grounded and being mindful, which would look like I need to meditate every morning at this time, or I need to journal and I need to go to yoga like and it was this I need to I have to it was so very forceful and I don't think force and grounding go together so now I honor when my when I have a mental desire and the space and opportunity to ground and so that could be multiple times in a day or it could be at the very least one time in a day so this morning i made time to journal however because of my schedule for today i didn't have time to meditate in the morning i ended up meditating a couple of hours after i woke up and then i took a moment to do some breathing exercises before we got on this podcast cuz i was like okay i have 10 minutes mm-hmm. i'm going to breathe <laughs> and even the the way my grounding practice has evolved one is a practice. It took time before maybe I did need that hard, a, a bit more forceful discipline of we need to do it at this time. We need to do it this long, so I could get to the point of being able, being able to easily drop into groundedness. Like it doesn't matter what sounds are happening around me now, I can go into me Mm -hmm. i can go inward with so much ease it takes an i can meditate at an airport i can meditate with a baby crying it doesn't matter and so that's why i'm like whenever i have the mental desire and the space and time and capacity groundedness is always because it's all it's it's always necessary it's always a benefit Mm.
0: it sounds like you've been teaching your body to know what it's seeking uh in order to ground yourself so that you you're always like subconscious subconsciously looking for a time to meditate or like oh now i can do some breathing and uh i guess a lot of people have the same urge but it's for their phone or like uh, it's just a habit you can train your mind so that it will be like oh but when's the next time I'm going to meditate when's the next time I'm going to be breathing like this or you can train your brain to be like when's the next time I'm going to check my phone and I guess we're we're always like in between but as we do what's actually good for us it makes it easier, as you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you easily find the time, and I also loved how you spoke about not being so strict about it, because I know for myself that when I'm like, I'm gonna meditate for 20 minute minutes every single morning, and then I'm gonna do at least 30 minutes of yoga, and then I'm gonna write down my uh, grateful what i'm grateful for and then i'm gonna need some sunlight and like when the list becomes so long i'd rather just stay in bed and be like no it's too much
1: yeah yeah i've been there (laughs) i think it's it's also like the seasons of where you are like Some seasons you may need that because you may have a just very like rigorous schedule. So you need to have these stricter timelines. And then some seasons you may have more flexibility so you can be more flexible with it. I think also though, like you said, the training of your mind of like, what makes you happy? What brings you joy? Being grounded, being in tune with my body makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. I would, that then go check an Instagram notification now have I always been like that no because I didn't have the awareness of how much joy and happiness was in the space of just grounding myself so it, it took me coming into the knowing and then continuing the practice to commit to and like finding happiness and joy and grounding
0: when you were speaking now I was thinking about one of my teachers in elementary school and and I was gonna I had to read a book and I did not like to read I was like what's the point of reading it's so boring and I don't even like books (laughs) and then she told me that I I had to read at least 50 pages in order to tell if I didn't like the book or not. And that's like, you're giving it a fair chance. And it sounds like that's what you're Mm doing. Like you're past your 50 pages and you're like, yeah, I actually like this. I wanna keep reading this book. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Because usually that is when you think
1: about how folks are always on the, like, you need to put in your 10,000 hours. We're always, like, aiming to get there. But can I just get a preview to see if I like this? I like that analogy. I am taking that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
1: That's very helpful. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I when when did I get through the 50 pages I think I got through the 50 pages when I was like 20 and I was like yep I need more of this (laughs) gonna keep going
0: yeah gonna keep going yeah because some books are like that too when you're like it might be a very thick book and you're like oh my god so many pages and you may not want to read every night or maybe read once a week or once every six months but you're still like I still like this book
1: yes yeah
0: that is a part of the process yeah, yeah I'm still trying to to figure out my flow with the meditation and journaling and accepting because I've been sometimes I don't meditate I don't journal or breathe or do breath work or like any of those things and I can be like oh my god you're not doing anything but maybe I I just had a beautiful walk or like I did something else like yesterday I went for a run and the tide was so low that I could walk 100 meters out in the ocean. I'm sure if my Strava was on, you would have been like, she's walking on water. And then I found this cave with crabs in it. And when the waves came and the sun was shining, it made this beautiful rainbow. And I was just feeling so happy. And even though yes. I wasn't meditating, I kind of was. Yeah. You were. Yeah. So I guess it, it all looks different. Yeah, I guess it becomes a habit, a habit instead of just like you don't have to sit still with your hands in a specific position. Um, mm-hmm. But there are some key elements to it.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest one is being present. Yeah. <laughs> And Then following that is just breathe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yes, that's that's speaks to what I meant when I said if I have the space as well, it's like space, time, and capacity. Mm-hmm. The space can be anywhere. It doesn't mean I need to be in my room or secluded. you know like I, said, I if I'm at the airport and it's people all around me, there's a way to find some groundedness in that space. Or just to simply like give gratitude to my limbs for getting me to the seat where I'm waiting to board my plane or gratitude for having the financial abundance to buy my plane ticket. Like there's so many different Mm -hmm. ways you can either utilize your brain or utilize your, your other senses. Like, you know, you said you saw the rainbow, like just looking out at the ocean and seeing a rainbow and looking in the sky is a form of grounding, Mm. for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the rainbows, they're so beautiful. It's like, I can't even understand it. How can you have like colors in the air? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. You've been talking a little bit about it with your finding space for meditation but what other things is it that you do on a regular basis to come to become the best version of yourself?
1: Become hmm. the best person, best version of myself.
0: I'm thinking. <laughs> I,
1: every day, it's just, it's decision making for me and um, holding integrity around that allows me to be the best version of myself. So, right now, it's just very much, I'm always gauging my capacity. And I'm always looking at it from this standpoint of do I need to be selfish or do I need to be selfless right now? Because both of them are like honorable. Both of them like nourish me regardless, but it's like, where is my capacity lie right now? And what do I need to do when it comes to this decision? So, um, I'm aiming to see how that, that I can connect that thought for you as well. That helps me become the, the a better version of myself every day, because it's just thinking before I act, it's just like very important to being the best version of me. And from there, I think is grace. Like, just always seeing where can I give myself grace and making sure I'm not carrying guilt or shame or worry. And and if those emotions or or feelings do come up, taking the space to have a conversation with them, have a conversation with myself. Like, okay, why are we feeling this way? What do we need? So to sum all of that up, I, I think it's just always assessing where I'm extending myself, where I'm extending my time, assessing where my capacity is so that I know if I need to be more inward or if I am able to like extend myself from overflow to others, because both of those things bring me joy and being sure to just check in with myself. And it doesn't always have to be like, Oh, I need to write down everything that happened. Like, I, I don't there's a saying i don't know if they say it in norway as well but like the most intelligent people talk to themselves so like that that like talking to yourself is not a sign of being you know on a neurodivergent path or or anything but it's it's a sign of oh you're a genius <laughs> which i think i am i'll i'll, I'll claim that title so yeah, that's. I think for right now, that's what helps me be the best version of myself. Just like, am I in integrity and go like going for it with that? Am I am am I in integrity with myself, with my capacity, and with my true emotions?
0: Do you actually speak out loud, or is it just in your mind?
1: It depends on where okay. I am. Okay. <laughs> No.
0: yeah I tend to like think out loud when I'm with people or maybe I do it when I'm alone too but then when I'm alone there's nobody there to be like what did you say <laughs> but I'm when, uh, when I'm around other people and they're like are you talking to me I'm like no no no, no. <laughs> just talking to myself mm-hmm. it sounds yeah. like you your intuition is very strong. Do you think that's a result of asking yourself that kind of questions? Or is there another way you've like grown your intuition? <laughs>
1: I'm laughing because yes, it's something we say in uh the South in America is You got to get tired of being sick and tired. So ignoring my intuition and seeing a result that I knew or had an inkling was going to happen, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm tired of this. I (laughs) I don't need to experience it to know that it can be a reality. I don't want these things to be my reality. So I'm going to trust in my intuition and... Yeah, that's, that's quite honestly how it got strengthened. And I, I do think, of course, like my grounding practices support that because I'm able to hear and, and differentiate what's my ego and what's truly my intuition, what's my soul aiming to guide me towards. So it's been a blend of those that have helped me stay in alignment.
0: Does it kind of feel like you get a... Reward too when you do listen to your.
1: The reward is peace. Yeah. <laughs> the reward is ultimate peace, which, at the in the same vein, I think peace is always available to us. However, it can get veiled or like pushed off to a distance when you don't listen to your intuition. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it makes peace easily accessible is the reward. Like, I think before when my ego was louder, that's when the guilt, the shame, the worry, like, was louder than the peace of my intuition. Like, nope, we we made the decision that feels good to us. And we're going to trust that whatever happens now is meant to be. And then I'm I'm done with it.
0: I'm trying to because I'm so visual visual uh, you say that like I need to see things in pictures. I'm trying to picture what you're saying now. Could you yes. say that you have ego on one side and then you have peace on the other side and intuition is in the middle. So like if you if your ego is higher, your intuition is lower, kinda?
1: I'm imagining, huh? Yes? <laughs> I can see that. Look now I'm like i'm I'm trying I'm aiming to draw like a chart in my mind. <laughs> hmm. I think peace is in the middle,
0: okay. Yeah, it's,
1: it's ego and intuition on on one side, on opposite ends,
0: mm.
1: and pieces is on on a incline when you are going more towards your intuition.
0: Mm. For sure, yeah, yeah.
1: I think ego creates like ego is aiming to keep you safe, but it either creates more chaos or just like discomfort. And you think that discomfort is where you're supposed to be because it's safe, it's known, it's, but it's like no, your intuition also knows. You just can't visualize. You can't <laughs> visually see it yet. And so, self trust and there's so many elements to that. I mean, like it's not just building because you build the intuition, but then you also have to build self trust and self confidence.
0: Yeah.
1: So all of those work in tandem.
0: And how do you work on those? How do you work on trust? <laughs> you said you were doing this, so I guess I can get a pretty good answer.
1: I started off by saying who I am is that I'm a human being. I'm human. And that I trust that. I trust that I'm a human and I trust that i don't have all the answers yet at the same time i know that i was created with a purpose so i i trust that like i trust that <laughs> and I, I trust that no matter the decision i make i am always going to be in alignment and or it to be in alignment with my purpose. And so that goes back to the mindset. <laughs> I'm always thinking, I'm always open to change my thought patterns. I'm not going to beat myself up about things too long. Sometimes it happens because I'm human. It happens, mm-hmm. however I know what tools I need to get out of that loop? So, yeah, that's what helps me with the trust and confidence. I mean, that all of those were different books, and I got past the fifty pages <laughs> and sometimes I put it down because I was like, "This is too much." And then I pick it back up, and I think with the the side of like moving beyond ego and like still leaving it a little room to be there. Cause it's, it also has, it's good. I realized I was, um, I, I started a new newsletter and I was looking back on this first one that I started coming out of college, which was seven years ago. And the first thing I wrote seven years ago was this is my year against fear. My year. I thought it'd be one year. It took me seven years. To really be like, I'm not afraid. Like, what is there to be afraid of? Like, it took me seven years to be confident. And I'm a human being. And I trust that I have a really awesome divine purpose. And I love that for me. And that's enough.
0: What is your purpose? Yeah.
1: Oh, my purpose. (laughs) My purpose is to be a walking example of blind faith.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and to show people that it is possible to live a life of ease despite the natural challenges that come with life. There are some things that are you know unfathomable that can happen for sure however I do think our mind has the power to get us through it and it can be done with ease and it can be done without the evidence being right in front of you. So
0: that's my purpose. Mm -hmm. I guess we're going to book another chat (laughs) after this (laughs) where I can just uh, get more of your, your amazing thoughts and yeah, how you... It's very brave to do just that and I'm practicing too. Um I I believe that I live in a friendly friendly universe which means that everything around me is friendly. Um even the people I'm like oh they're not friendly and then oh wow I was wrong. <laughs> um and also that challenges are here to guide me in a way either to tell me that no this is not quite the right direction or to be like well you you need a little challenge do you really want this and i guess what i'm struggling with is the difference between the two when is it uh when are you going to take like a a turn and when are you gonna push through? Have you figured that mm. out?
1: Mm. Wow, that's so wild that you said that because that's what I journal about this morning. I'm I'm still learning that. Mm. I definitely believe I've gotten better because old me would be like, no, I actually want to read what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I am like, yeah, I'm still working on that. I. So building trust takes time. And building understanding of like any new venture, any new person takes time. And it's, it's, can be challenging to to move beyond what is really like it can for me it can sometimes show up as insecurity and impatience so especially with people who may not have immediate friendly energy or people who may not communicate the same way as you my ego gets me impatient and I'm like, yep, not even going to entertain this by. And then sometimes when I am not able to immediately understand a new process or specifically like with my clients, if I'm learning about their business and it's like I just started, I, it's, the reality is no way I'm going to be able to digest all that encompasses your business in 30 days. That is a true, like that's a reality. But my ego is like, nope, you're inadequate. We, we don't feel certain about this. Let's just go. We can't do it. And so recently I had to check myself. Like, no, this person is trying. Yes, this is a little uncomfortable. However, they are putting in effort. And I think it's fair for you to do the same and push through.
0: Hmm.
1: So, yeah. Definitely So I'm I'm still working on it. I'm still. But in the past, oh, I will quickly be like, I'm done. (laughs)
0: I'm going to walk away. Yeah. I guess I. I'm not sure. But I think I might be the opposite because I'm very stubborn. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to show you. I'm going to do it. And then it can be harder for me to know when to let it go.
1: I walked the line. See, I recently overcame that pattern with romance. Mm. I wanted to be a savior and I wanted to see people's potential through and it's like, why would I suffer? Why am I going to suffer for that? That doesn't make sense. I, I believe that there's a difference between a challenge and suffering or self-sabotage. Mm. And so I, I think that plays a role in us knowing when to push through and when to release.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's especially true for for people that are in relationships that are not serving them at all and uh, Mm -hmm. being able to to be like no I don't have to I don't have to give this a try (laughs) I know that it's not right or if it's a job or no, no matter what kind of relationship it is sometimes like back to intuition you know it right away yeah but why do you think Mm -hmm. so many people because i i'm pretty sure sure all of us can feel that intuition but also a lot of people push it away why do you think that is
1: so it's the in their minds i believe it's like a lesser of two evils like seeing the the staying in whatever isn't serving them is not that bad and doing something new or walking away from this person is either scary or they feel guilty they feel bad it's wrong mm-hmm. like no they need they just need support or no, this is really worth it. Maybe at some point I'll I'll get this outcome that I really want, like looking at it that way versus what is ultimately serving you.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I I think that is what has people kind of pushing pause. It's like, no, I'll just stay here because I know this and I want, I want to believe. It's not, I don't even think it's a true, I believe this will change. Mm-hmm. It's so a, I want to believe that it, it will. I've put so much time into it. I've put so much energy into it or I've created this disillusion in my mind and I need it to happen to prove my disillusion, right? <laughs> no. So yeah, I. that's my thought on why people don't really act on the intuition is you've gotten comfortable in a form of discomfort and you won't give yourself the chance to try out what may also be a bit of discomfort yet will lead you to what really honors and serves you.
0: Yeah. I've heard that if, I don't know if this is for all people, but for some, if you're in a bad situation and you can change it for the better, but the way from where you are to where you're going to be, if, if this, the pain or this struggle is, how do I say it? Like your, your situation needs to be even worse before it's going to be worth it to make that little sacrifice, mm-hmm. to make it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think that happens after you have been so hard-headed and ignore all the signs. And want to everyone defines worse differently, right? everyone defines like that mm. big moment differently, and some people still end up staying because of fear of what choosing themselves would look like because they maybe they've never done it before, but I've definitely been on the I just want to test the waters, I just wanna see if i'm right. <laughs> again, why when you already have the intuition and the inner knowing of the truth, you don't necessarily need to bring it into the physical like that's ego doing that. You're you're staying just to to be right or you're saying because you haven't built the self-trust, you haven't built the self-confidence, you haven't built the self-esteem, so you just stick with what you know or what you feel you deserve. Um, but yeah, some of the biggest catalysts for, I think, a lot of us who finally make decisions to honor ourselves is can be some of the most harmful situations.
0: I'm thinking about our listeners, and I'm sure there are some who really want to stand up for themselves and make small decisions towards a better state but they have no idea how to do that. Do you have any suggestions, um, like a micro step they could take?
1: I am statements or affirmations, mantras. I really stand by them. And mirror work. So maybe you are not ready to take the step yet, this is a disillusion that you want to feed into. Even if it's not the true reality yet, go in the mirror and speak to yourself. I am confident in the choices that I make. I am confident. I love myself. I release all connections to people, situations, and habits that no longer serve who I am destined to be. And then just continuing to build, like as you start with just some simple ones, it'll continue to come to you. Just always starting with a simple I am. I am in itself is very powerful. It's very, I am. Like I exist. I am here. I am enough. I am connected to my creator. I am connected to the highest source. Just saying I am holds so much weight and that is that is a it's where I would start and I think celebrating yourself when you make decisions that could be so small but like difficult like I used to struggle with what am I going to get on the menu it would like I, I, I wouldn't really enjoy going out with other people because I'd be like oh I need time I need time <laughs> and so now my tool for that is, Ebony. The first thing that gets you excited is what you're getting. Mm. We're not going back and forth. The first thing that gets you excited, that's what you get. And if you want to come back, then you come back. And then celebrating mm. that. Yes, I made a decision. I I didn't second guess. And even if I did, I I went. I honored what I said. I'm going to do in these situations.
0: Mm. Well. Yeah so beautiful and i'm thinking it's it's great what you're saying about starting with statements that there's no doubt that they're true like i i guess for some people it it can be hard even to state that i am in my body or i take care of myself but somehow find the truth in it so that you actually believe it because it's not i well at least i don't believe that it's gonna work if you don't believe it so right if you're like you don't have to kind of like fully believe it but if you reject the thought it's not gonna it's not gonna work so if you start with something small and then you add on i think that will have a yeah. very good impact
1: and if you have the, you know, the the whisper of no you're not, then ask your like why? Why am I not? And then if you're seeing evidence in your physical space that aligns with that, then that's what you start to change. You take the little steps towards that. So if it's like I I take care of my belongings, but you know that your your room is in chaos and you just throw things around or you lose things right after you buy them, then you'll take the little steps to start to put more care into your space, into your belongings. Mm. Yet and still every day you are saying to yourself, I take care of my belongings. I I honor the spaces that I occupy. I am clean. I am responsible. Mm. Keep saying that because then you're going to get a little tired of lying to yourself. And you're like, all right, <laughs> let me actually
0: yeah yeah that's a great advice. yeah actually do it. and for the affirmations, do you come up with the affirmations yourself or is it something you look up or
1: mm-hmm. it's a blend yeah. so some I have gotten from books, some I get from um YouTube videos. But a lot of times is me writing out what I need in the moment. And so in addition to writing I am statements, I also write I am a commitment to. So I am something I'm incorporating right now is I am a commitment to living in my power because it's I'm committed to that yeah. and I am it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I got that I actually got that, um, I guess, sentence starter, I am a commitment to from this group called the Strozy Institute with two Zs. And I joined some of their community talks once a month. Uh, but that's something that all of their practitioners, they lead affirmations in that way. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. having the, you have the, the start of either I am or I am a commitment to you just write out what you need because it it's going to change. Mm-hmm. It could change once a month. It could change once a year. Um, but yeah, those are the the starting prompts that I use, and then I just sit with myself to see what I need in the moment and let the words come from there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's usually something I am writing on a sticky note or writing in my journal, and then I will. I may recite it, you know, for a week or recite it when I come across it. But even just the act of writing it down is enough, Mm. you know. But I think for folks just starting out, getting some sticky notes Mm -hmm. and putting them in your bathroom and reading them out in the mirror is the best way to go.
0: Mm. As you were speaking, I was thinking about this book I just read, Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and I'm pretty sure it's that book where he talks about like you write down all your limiting beliefs about yourself like what is stopping you why are you not already where you want to be and then you write the opposite and the opposite will become your affirmations
1: Um, I have that book at my mother's house in Atlanta and I know for a fact I did that and it's
0: probably in the book (laughs) yeah yeah that's such a great book I just read it but I want to read it again and answer all these questions and do all the Mm -hmm. all the work but I'm planning on reading it a lot of times (laughs) multiple times yes yeah
1: for sure I'm gonna have to get that when I get to the states. Yeah, go ahead and pack that up and bring it with me. Yeah,
0: hear that? Yes. I have one more question for you before we're gonna start wrapping things up. What, okay. what is something you've learned as a grown-up that you wish you'd known as a child?
1: have time and yeah I was about to say no I wish I knew it and believed it that time is available to me that is actually another affirmation I have Uh, time is available to me and time waits for me because I used to rush sometimes and I'm like nope Time waits for me. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. So yeah, I, I think as a kid, it just really would have been helpful to be grounded in that knowing you have time. You like what? work? you're rushing nowhere fast? Just slow down and really be present. So. Yeah, that's, I I wish I, I had that. But I have it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm still pretty young and a kid on the inside. So it's all good. Yeah.
0: All good. Hmm. Is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap up? Anything you wish we'd tapped into mm-hmm. that we didn't? Hmm.
1: Anything else? I would like to just leave folks with some affirmations.
0: Yes. Please. Um
1: Yeah, for me right now, I am resonating with I do what I love. I do what brings me fulfillment. I am a commitment to my constant evolution, and I honor what is available to me for my advancement. And all of that is centered on just meeting my destiny whenever that happens, whenever it's meant to be, but knowing that I am
0: and I will. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. I'm sure people are like, "Where can I get more of you? <laughs> Sign me up. Um, where can we reach you?"
1: I am Ebony Charday. That's Ebony with an E, E B O N E Charday, S H A R D A E, and Instagram is the best way. I have all the buttons necessary for you to be able to email me. So email is definitely also most ideal. And I also have a sub stack where I am working on a few different newsletter publications. Right now, I am publishing Done With Ease, which is a reflection of my ability to Act on Blind Faith and how I've been able to get to that point of living authentically and trusting myself. Uh, So just a lot of storytelling and real life experiences there. So you can also find me on Substack, just searching Ebony Chardet. And those are, are the hot spots right now. And in the future, there will be some offerings for... Um, strategic thought partnership sessions and then also on the spiritual and wellness side breath work sessions and just clarity sessions to help you make room for your dreams and your faith to coexist
0: that's great I'm so glad that you exist and that you know your purpose and that you're living your purpose and making the world a better place thank you so much thank you.
1: thank you I feel the same towards you thank you for making the world a better place thank you for your energy and your companionship and for this lovely podcast so excited
0: yeah okay then Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Bye.